When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your daily look around the world of sports with Horns 24-7 insider Jeff Howe on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, the Horn. Hour number two of Light the Tower on the Horn, Jeff Howe, Snoop Daniel. Snoop, I just realized I made a dang coaching mistake in the inconceivable. I should have done those stories in reverse order. Yeah. We should have bubbled the The delinquent mother in the cauldron first. And then got to uh, uh, Mr. Smith. Almost anything would have been softer. Who, who was a, a perfect example, like, out of Florida Man Central casting, right? Evading, you're evading police. You're ward, ward off a taser. Ward off pepper spray. Multiple times the canine dog has to get after you. It's still securing a successful yeah. Drive to the front bite. of a convenience store. <laughs> I mean, just let's check. Just going down, checking a lot of boxes there. In the Mr. lady Smithers. was, we I think we softened it with the with with, with uh, envisioning me in a Jack Sparrow outfit. Yeah, with one and I like the little pirate noise you made. I, you know, I would have like the the, the MC Hammer parachute pants because <laughs> the artificial. Make, make your pirate noise again, Snoop. Arr. I I had some good pirate jokes, damn it. Is it R Yar? I like Yar better. Is it Yar? Damn it, I had a good pirate joke. Please text your pirate jokes to to the Specs text line. (laughs) Yar, it is Blackbeard. I've never won a battle in the seven seas. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yes. I think because my throat's a little raspy. Maybe it could be you and (laughs) and Craig is... As uh, Jerry Jones, and y'all can have a conversation about Me as a pirate and Craig as Jerry Jones. Yes, and then the topic. Yeah, you, you could talk about the the, the Longhorn. And while <laughs> while you're while you're doing fake Steve Sarkeesian, which I still don't know how. No, no. I don't know what a good Sark impression no. would sound like. No, I would do Chris Rock. I'll, I'll just stick with what I'm good with. Be, yeah, yeah. Jack Sparrow, Jerry Jones, and Chris Rock are in a room and talking about. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Whittington coming back and how he fits into the rotation. That sounds like a story born out of a drunken stupor. <laughs> so, uh, Specs text on the open 337-3776. We'll, we'll get back to talking some Texas basketball here in just a I second. I one pirate joke. Please, just one. Go for it. No, I, I want somebody to send one. I want a good pirate joke. So text it in, please. Oh, and, I've got one for you. You want a dad pirate joke? Yeah. What was the pirate? What was the pirate's favorite movie? The one that was rated R. Oh God! Okay, I would. That's corny, but I wasn't expecting that. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm not. I'm not trying to get knocked off my feet. I do want to hear something that's. Oh, like okay, I get it. Yes, it's rated R. Oh yeah, somebody just somebody just texted. Tell me, right I'm not going to read it. No, it was the same one I just. Oh gave darn it! You, right that was, was a saying. pretty damn good one. Okay, sorry. That's it. That's all I needed. <laughs> uh, I first heard that in college. My friend Trisha. My friend Trisha loved that joke. She is also. Uh, this is also my friend. Uh, Great friend, great person. Uh, <laughs> she went to uh, went to Burger King one morning. You know, after you've had a, a good night out, Snoop, you got to go get something nasty in your in your system. Went to Burger King and got the uh, the Atkins burger when Burger King was doing that whole bit, and uh, and was like, "Where's the bun?" And we're like, "Well, Trisha, it's 
the Atkins burger, it's carb free, so it has no bun. Well, I didn't know that. Well, you ordered that the carb free burger. That I don't know what you were expecting at that point. It was like like a lettuce wrap or something. I don't think mm. Burger King did that bit for that long. They didn't like no. I no. Because um, if you're going to Burger King trying to eat healthy again, as I've said before, like with fast food places, that kind of de- defi- de- defeats the purpose of going there. You're not going there looking for something super healthy. Mm. All right, let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the specs text line three three seven three seven seven six. Uh, I'll start with uh, I like Ike. Uh, Pirate joke? No, it's a dude. This goes back to something you oh. talked about in the first hour. Oh, okay. Deuce Vaughn can have a great career, just like Darren Sproles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I would say. I was like, can Deuce? Yeah, I mean, I guess theoretically it, could. it is going to be much easier for Deuce Vaughn to succeed in the NFL now than it would have been even five years ago, let alone 10 or 15. Much Because it, people, it's more palatable to have a guy of his stature on your roster because he can do so many different things. Uh, pooped 11 times in one day. As tough as it is uh, that the coach of the future got fired, it had to happen. There's no coming back from that, at least not anytime soon. We've been talking about how some things are bigger than sports with the recent Hamlin news. This is one of them. That's from uh, pooped 11 times in one day. Thank you so much for your contribution. <laughs> so sweet from another, that username. Another text is said, texter says uh, the arrest is enough to let him go based on the contract language. Uh, that's pretty much cut and dry. Bevo Lynch, Jason, thank you for your contributions. I agree, Jeff. The pushback from fans, especially the students, which has always been the str- uh, been the struggle to get them involved. However, I think the legal system should have played out for a cleaner outcome. But CDC can't wait around long on a decision to the detriment of recruiting. It's not just you know high school recruiting either. Bevo Lynch, Jason, it's the portal. It's everything else. I mean, it, it you can turn things around real quick in college basketball, but you can lose it real quick also. Uh, this, I saw this text, texter. You don't have a name up here, but culture is more important than one person. I, I think that's why I think the the culture at Texas. I don't think it should just be lumped in with Chris Beard's situation to think everybody in that program is up to something Ooh, nefarious. I think there's a lot of really good people with really good intentions in that program that really do care about Texas, do care about this program, uh, and, and and try to promote a really good culture. For me, the, the culture is with the kids, like them showing up and being loud. Yeah. That's the culture. With the corral, yeah. And I, th- I think, you know, I'm going to be interested to see once school's back in session. I think it'll be back in session, yeah, when the, the when, kids when TCU comes to town next week. So that, you know, the corral being full with students, because I, mm-hmm. I, I even got some comments on, on Twitter and on the uh, flagship message board at Horns 24-7, and why aren't there exclusively students in the corral? Well, when school's not in session, you want the corral filled however you have to fill it, you know, whether it's students or gen pop or, or whatever. Um, Jeff Mudd says, from all sources, Beard isn't exactly a player's coach. These are kids who just want to play ball, so I would not be surprised if they're not that upset that the Wicked Witch is dead. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I think it's different for like the Ron, Ron Holland and A.J. Johnson for that signing class, the two-man signing class. But I think for right now, for guys, it's like, look, just do my best, and either you have a chance to go to the league or – you can hit the portal and get a fresh start somewhere else if you don't like the next hire or things go south or whatever. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, a lot of guys can they you they can see this as a chance to to put their best foot forward. Uh, this text says breaking news on ESPN. That's some positive news after what came down yesterday in regards to the uh, the Jordan Whittington news. All right, I want to get to um, 
A couple more texts before I get to some of the coaching candidates. Uh, said, could this be a scenario like Michigan basketball back with Steve Fisher taking them to the national championship? Yeah, and I, as a matter of fact, I did a radio uh, a radio interview with our good friend Tom Barfield in Waco this morning, uh, and I mentioned that. Look, I mean, Bill Frieder, I believe the the, the rub on that was Bo Schimbecker was trying to get, who was the AD at Michigan at the time, was trying to get Bill Frieder, the basketball coach, for some kind of long-term deal. And I think I don't think Bill Frieder wanted to do it, so basically Schimbeckler fired him and promoted Steve Fisher during the season, and Steve Fisher ends up winning a national championship in '89. That was a really talented Michigan team too, and Terry Mills and Glenn Rice and some other guys. Glenn Rice, dude, dude yeah. could shoot that damn rock. You ever been down the Glenn Rice uh, Sarah Palin rabbit hole? Glenn Rice and Sarah, he hooked up with Sarah Just Palin. Google it during the break and go down that rabbit hole if you want. But I digress. Well, what was on that team? Uh, the two that I remember for right. sure. Oh, Ramil Robinson. Yes, Ramil Robinson. Robinson was the outstanding player of the Final Four. Dude, How could I forget Ramil Robinson? I was like, you, I know you're forgetting somebody. Yeah, yeah that's it. Ramil Robinson, I think that guy is, was a beast too, man. What is a cool he, name. Is he still serving time in prison or oh, just got oh. out of prison? <laughs> I didn't know. I think it was, that. oh, man, I don't want to misspeak. Maybe money laundering, tax evasion, something. Oh, he scammed his own mother or something. Oh, the like pyramid that. scheme, I think. Some Ponzi scheme, something. Yeah. It was something something financially related that got Ramil Robinson <laughs> in a bind. Um, that team. Potato Head says, uh, love Beard's a basketball coach, but you just can't roll like that. I, I think it's really hard. You know, regardless of what the legal system says, in the court of public opinion, if Chris Beard goes into a living room with this situation hanging over his head, regardless of how it played out, you're going to have, you might have some parents, Snoop, some moms that don't wouldn't want Chris no, Beard in their living room no. at this point, regardless of how things played out. Uh, female listener number 19, the bite marks and other visible signs of, of violence negates the fiance's recant of the 911 call and her claims of not being able to breathe. Couldn't get rid of Beard soon enough. I know there's a lot of people that are on... I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's totally polarizing to where you're either on one end of the spectrum or the other because there's a lot of people that are in that middle ground, but I, I've seen very strong opinions on both sides of keep Chris Beard or get rid of Chris Beard. I remember Ramil Robinson, because <laughs> to bring it back to him, because he was drafted so highly. And I thought he had one of the swaggier uh, NBA draft uh, cards. He had like his hat on and his suit, and he was like holding it down. I mean, I don't know. This texture says something I didn't know. Uh, Bill Friedner mm. took the Arizona State job right before the NCAA tournament in 89. That was wild, man. Mm. It's amazing you think about some eras of sports, if social media had been around, how wild things would be. Uh, this text, Cooter, uh, thank you for your text. Says, culture is not just one thing. Culture is the coaches living the personal values, morals, ethics, and conduct that they teach the young men under their watch. It is also culture with regard to winning sports and sportsmanship, the former being far more important. Uh, Stoner says, uh, when I'm talking about the Michigan deal, says, no, Steve Fisher at Glenn Rice, we do not. Uh, I will get, how. okay, how do we get a name on text? I don't know. That I, was I a, got you. I can do, that was a Trey on. and BK can thing. Snoop, do you know that? how to do yeah, that? Yeah, I can do it. Hold right. on. Wait, let me find this hat. If you want, if you want your name, name. Your, your name added to, to, your te- to your number for the text line, just text it into Snoop and he'll get you taken care yeah, of. Just say, hey, I want to be named. And yeah. tell me what you want your name to be and I'll do it. Um, let's see, a couple other texts I want to get to before we get to coaching candidates. Uh, and we'll talk some Texas football coming up in the Longhorn Notebook. It says, the bottom line, you can't get caught in a circumstance like that when you're the head coach at Texas. Another Texas says, drop him. Uh, it was enough she called the police. We were supposed to teach these young men about life and bringing them back. Uh, and bringing him back compromises our integrity. So, again, 
things on okay things on on both sides of the fence there snoop i'll get to some pirate jokes and then we'll get to yes. some uh, texas basketball <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why I coach and get it it's, uh it says what do pirates wear in the winter oh uh, what long johns uh, long john okay long, long johns, johns okay silver. good i just want to, to think and then be like oh like it makes sense this is all i'm looking for <laughs> i haven't i have uh no that's dumb that's some of them are just so bad. Why does it take pirates so long to learn the alphabet, Snoop? Because he doesn't know how to read. Because they spend years at sea. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Uh, give me another one. One more. Oh, hold on, hold on. Somebody wants to be named K Five Barbecue. Okay, sure. That's that's how easy it is. I got you. Uh-huh. What's the pirate's favorite letter? R. The come on. It's not the R. It's the C. Oh, you. You got me that <laughs> good. This is what I want. Like I said, it, <laughs> I just, oh Snoop, I, I, you being you being the seam head that you are. Uh, <laughs> biggest pirate joke is that the Pirates will compete for the World Series oh, title this year. Oh yes, I love it. Yes, I, well you know, aren't they supposed to be good here in the next year or two? Aren't they supposed to be like the Rangers to have these two, two or three pitchers in the wings and about? Oh, O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz is the future there okay. in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, what's the Pirates' favorite road in Hayes County, Snoop? <laughs> What Yarrington Road? Ah, yes. Um, that that's a somebody made that. That is so encouraging. <laughs> that is a local pirate joke. I mean, where else are you going to get this kind of humor? All right. So uh, <laughs> now, see, Purple Buffalo's daddy says he just wants to remind everybody that Florence is still the butthole of Texas. No, oh. no, 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 no. You've got that wrong. <laughs> Gerald Gerald is the city equivalent of. Uh, I don't know if you can equivalent to whatever a human centipede would be, but that's pretty much what I think about when I think of Gerald. Just Google it. I don't want to get into it on the air, but just Google it. That's what I, I think of human centipede when I think of Gerald. So just leave it at that. And, uh, oh, there's a lot of them coming in out. Okay. I'll, if you want to talk them. about buttholes of Texas, if the state of Texas ever needed an enema, Gerald's where you would stick the hose. Oh my lord! All right, Snoop, you got a lot of stuff coming at you on the text line in terms yeah. of names, so I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take care of that. Um. Let's get to some Texas coaching candidates. I mentioned the five that we had up at Horns 24-7, that being Rodney Terry, Eric Musselman, Royale Ivy, uh, Jay Wright also on there, and Nate Oates, the Alabama head coach. Uh, but I do want to get – there's a lot of names that came through, and I, and I want to get to some of these. Uh, somebody said Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson is one of those coaches. He's got a really good thing going at Houston. Uh, I, I do think, though, he's got some past issues with the NCAA, uh, which I think – I think that would probably worry Chris Del Conte a little bit. I think he's looking for maybe a coach that's got a little bit of a cleaner background. Plus, Kelvin Sampson's 67. So if you hire Kelvin Sampson, that would definitely be a short-term fix. But I'm not so sure. He's got full control over that University of Houston program. So I'm not sure he would want to leave that. I mean, we talk about the you know the Moody Center being a nice facility with the Fertitta Center and everything they've got going on with facilities. They're getting ready to go into the Big 12. Uh, it's a lot of things going right. Ed Cooley of Providence. Ed Cooley's a name. Uh, I think Ed Cooley's a really good basketball coach. Uh, but you know, when you look at Ed Cooley, he's only fifty three. So from an age perspective, that would be manageable. Um, does Ed Cooley though have the elite kind of success uh, that you're really looking for? Uh, he took Providence to the Sweet Sixteen last season. Uh, before that, hadn't been beyond the second round of the tournament. But Ed Cooley's a name. I think once you get past like an Eric Musselman or a Nate Oates, I think Ed Cooley's a name that you could see maybe getting in the mix or, or being a guy that at least is floated out there. Um, 
But is Brad Stevens a possibility? I don't think so. Based on the fact that Brad Stevens relinquished his position as head coach of the Boston Celtics to become president of basketball ops, I don't think Brad Stevens wants to coach at this point. Like, if you're not willing to coach the Boston Celtics, I don't know. I don't know why you would be willing to coach anywhere else. Number one and number two, uh, dealing with everything that the college game has going on right now. I think Brad Stevens got out, maybe seeing what was coming in terms of NIL and one-time transfer and everything else has popped up. Uh, I think Brad Stevens is very happy with where he is running the Boston Celtics franchise. Another name that's come up is John Calipari and. There have been some folks that have thrown out John. I think Seth Davis was the latest to throw out John Calipari's name. Maybe maybe his time is running short at Kentucky. Maybe that fan base, which you know we deal with it with Texas football, uh, that Kentucky basketball fan base is really, really impatient. Uh, again, with Cal, you talk about the age, he's 63. Uh, he's His annual salary is a little over $9 million a year. So you're going to have to pony up. Uh, clearly, that would be, you talk about splash hires, it wouldn't be much, you can't make much bigger of a splash than John Calipari. But again, issues with the NCAA, is that something that Chris Del Conte wants to deal with a coach that has a a definite past, a, a past that you can look at dealing with issues with the NCAA uh, from his time at UMass and Memphis? I don't know if CDC wants to go down that road. Um, at least... I was told one of the thing one of the things CDC loved the most about Shaka Smart. He knew that as long as Shaka was in charge, the Texas basketball program was going to be run as a clean program. So at this point, coming off the situation you're coming off of, do you want to hire a coach that has had issues with the NCAA in the past? I don't know that you want to go down that road. So a lot of requests, Snoop, for you to add people's names. Oh my God, I can't. Oh, I tell you what, if I'm taking this effort, y'all better be texting in all the damn time. Sometimes you aren't going to have your text read, but just know that you're in the system. So just uh, keep them coming. This, I, this is a lot, <laughs> and I really hope all these people like start texting because now your name is going to be up there, Captain Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted to be named that, so I, and I'm going to say that in my head every time it, it comes up. So yeah, thank y'all. Uh, one name that got brought up who actually has ties to the Austin area is Quinn Snyder. Uh, Quinn yeah. Snyder, who was the head coach of the Austins, was was Quinn Snyder head coach of the Austin Spurs, or were they still the Toros at that they point? They were they were the uh, they were the Spurs. I think it was the early rendition. With him, he he seems scary to me. <laughs> no, Quinn Snyder was was in Austin when they they were, were still the the, they were still the Toros. I remember yeah. him on the sideline, but But Quinn Snyder, I think has been he's been in the NBA. I think for too long at this point. Would he even want to come back to the college game? I would say the same thing about Billy Donovan. uh, Won two national championships at Florida. Another guy that you know if Texas ever made a coaching change that I was very high on, I think would would do well at a place like Texas. Just considering how well he did at Florida again a place where, where football is king and thriving at that school. Uh, you know, Billy Donovan's been in the NBA for a long time. Does he have any interest in coming back to college? Uh, so I would say probably don't spend too much time thinking about Quinn Snyder or Billy Donovan at this point if those two guys are guys that you had thought about. Tommy Lloyd at Arizona Stoner is very interesting. Like I said, I, I think I feel like Eric Musselman is going to be the number one candidate for this job. I could be dead wrong about that, but that's where I think at least the early indications are that this search is going ahead where it's going to be Eric Musselman uh, being the number one target for Texas. 
if you get past Eric Musselman or even get past the Nate Oates, yeah, I, I think definitely Tommy Lloyd would be in the mix. Uh, but he's been primarily a West Coast guy who was with Mark Few forever at Gonzaga, and now he's running things and running things very well at Arizona. So, yeah, I, I think Tommy Lloyd's definitely somebody to file away. Uh, you know, the same thing that I said about John Calipari and Kelvin Sampson relating to NCAA issues, uh, that's why I think guys like, like a Sean Miller or – Rick Patino's name has been mentioned. Uh, I just think I, I think in a lot of cases, I feel like and maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with, with Rick Patino? I just anymore? feel like those guys. And, and again, Rick Patino was, I think he uh, was cleared of any wrongdoing from the NCAA in the Louisville situation. But again, just the way his tenure ended, I just feel like that's going to be a non-starter for Texas. Again, giving the situation you're coming off of, and granted. Issues with the NCAA and the issue Chris Beard is dealing with right now, it's an apples to pomegranates comparison, but I think you want somebody that you feel like is going to come in and run a program the right way, run a clean program. So just file that away when you're thinking about coaching candidates. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We will pick the conversation up with Texas football. We'll talk about the Jordan Whittington news. Also get you ready for the All-American Bowl tomorrow. We'll do that and much more when we come back. Online at the Tower, on the Horn, live, local, and digital. On the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Chad and Wait a minute. No tipping, Pippin. Is- Just like you like it. Like the Tower. Snoop, did I hear you right mm. during the break that we need to... Oh, yes, this needs to be said on in, on public airwaves because this is a major... Yeah, we need a breaking news. Oh, we, a family, thank you. Female listener number 19 wants to change her name on the Specs text line. <laughs> this is so, such comp- this is so compelling. She is a, a legendary texter on this station. And she wants her name changed. I don't know if I can allow that. Well, I, I'll say this because he, I, I guess because she wanted. I, I did put her name in parentheses. What it was before because I know Craig. Do I need to like refresh this? Craig, for, oh, probably Craig particularly. Like, like he's a big fan of you, listening female listener nineteen. So if you're oh, gonna go, yeah. I be, see the, I see the. Do you change. see all these texts? Yeah. And thank y'all for, for, and there's a lot of new people who are brand new to the horn, brand new to the city. Uh, we, yeah, we're, we're like live and, and interact. So, yeah, this is like a breathing radio station, just so you know. A living, breathing radio station? Yeah. And there's not much of that left in, in America, sadly. Look, like I've talked about many times, <clears throat> I'm just a kid from Florence, Texas, USA, America, thankful every day that. My parents raised me on the right side of FM 970 and not with the outhouses and the, the debauchery that takes place in General Texas. But uh, I'm going to do it's funny. Chad Hastings was just in here and Chad told me this when I when I first started, when we were getting ready to start Light the Tower before COVID. Uh, Chad gave me some great advice. It was advice somebody had given him. Do the show you can do. Right. Like if it doesn't work out, I'm going to do the show that. I want to do that. I can do that. I feel comfortable doing that. I I can walk out of here every day and feel like, you know what? I feel like I was as authentic as I could be with the listening audience. That's the show I want to do. And I, I like interacting with people. I like having fun. I like making the pop culture references that we make. And I like talking longhorn sports, you know, I like talking high school sports, which we'll talk about here in just a minute, the longhorn notebook, but 
I don't know. You you agree with me on that, Snoop? Yes. Just have have as much fun. This should this should be fun. Well, I don't know. I, y- y'all don't always like talk about radio, but it really is the it's it's the the, the ultimate I, a medium to me because of how you can consume it. You can basically be doing other things and still. I mean, like, and there's not other me- mediums that yeah. you can say you can do that. Like, you can't anyway. You're very passionate about radio, Snoop. I do. That's <laughs> I love it. It's it's awesome, it, it, and it supported me. Uh, uh, opportunities to do other things as well, but yes, I do love radio in, in all of its. Would you, you know, would you say ways. would you say getting involved in radio is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, well, I've got another one for you. Another <laughs> yeah, challenge you, so. you need to tackle based on the subject matter throughout our show today. Mm. I need you to find out who he is and why he hates Rod <laughs> Smart. Can you do that for me? Can Let you, me. Can you? Can that be your homework over the weekend? Yes, I'll. I'll, I sh- I'll look a little bit too as I'm entering. All- wow, these names are still rolling in. Thank y'all. You know the the best story. Oh Chad and I were just swapping XFL stories. You know what my favorite XFL story is. So you remember how he hate me? Like everybody could have whatever they wanted on the back of the jersey, <laughs> yeah. right? So they're getting ready to for the first weekend of games, and Vince McMahon has to okay the rosters, right? So they hand him the list of. Uh, there was the I think it was the New York New Jersey team. They had on the list of na- names on the back of the jerseys, and Vince says, "Yeah, that's good, pal." And I think it was Bruce Pritchard said, "Uh, Vince, did you really look at this name?" I said, "Yeah, what's wrong with it?" You know what the name was that the guy wanted on the back of his jersey? It wasn't suit? he hate me, was it? Teabagger. Oh, teabag. Oh, well, <laughs> well, oh. And then somebody had to explain to Vince why that was so offensive, and. We did not see T-Bagger in the XFL oh, well. as a result. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Vince is just an old school guy. He, he thought he meant Lipton. Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with iced tea? Yeah, iced tea. Come on, yeah, Come on yeah. pal. All right, that's enough of my bad Vince McMahon impression. Let's get to the Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Brought to you by Aaron Bowersock. Bowersockteam.com. She is your home loan expert. Let Aaron do for you. What she did for Craig and Linda when they made the move to Georgetown. Craig always talks about what a great job Aaron and her team did making that process as seamless and as easy as possible. She can do the same for you. It's BowersockTeam.com. Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. All right. So, mentioned it earlier. He has made it official on his social media channels. Jordan Whittington is coming back for the 2023 season. That is huge for the Texas offense for a couple of reasons. One, we finally got to see Snoop. What a fully healthy Jay Witt can do over the course of a season. And Xavier Worthy was your most productive receiver, but Jordan Whittington might have been your most consistent. Like when they, especially later in the year, when Quinn Ewer started to have his struggles, they really turned to Jordan Whittington. Like when the offense needed a jump start, the short game with short passing in with Jordan Whittington was really something Texas was able to lean on. You realize Jordan Whittington caught 50 balls this year? No. 50 balls for over 650 yards and only one touchdown. I think with your running back group being in a state of transition, being in a state of flux, and by the way, we we reported this in Horns 24-7 yesterday, Jonathan Brooks underwent hernia surgery shortly after the Alamo Bowl, which that's an injury, that's a procedure that shouldn't put you on the shelf that long, like he should be ready for spring practice, but it's going to give Jaden Blue and Keelan Robinson, and certainly Cedric Baxter, uh, time to get a feel for things, and that's more for, so for Cedric Baxter, but really, and Jaden Blue as well, because Jaden Blue didn't hardly play that much this year. Um, 
it's going to give those guys a chance to to really get a feel for things going into spring ball until Jonathan Brooks gets back. But with your running back situation being kind of in a, a transitional year, if you will, uh, I think leaning on Jordan Whittington and what he can bring to the table in the run game or even in the short passing game with the bubble screens, the tunnel screens, uh, the stick concepts, basically make it like make it like a long handoff thrown to the perimeter. That, that's what they did with Devin Duvernay, for lack of a better term. Uh, Devin Duvernay was just getting long handoffs that year where he had over 100 catches. Now, they can do the same thing with Jordan Whittington until they get their running back situation figured out. And they honestly, the way Keelan Robinson caught the ball this year, it's another really underrated aspect of what this offense did well. Keelan Robinson became a viable receiving threat. Remember Snoop going into the year? We talked about this a lot on Longhorn Blitz. We were talking about, hey, can Keelan Robinson catch a pass? Like, if he catches a ball, like we're talking about one singular, one ball, and just at least makes the defense respect him as a passing threat, I could really open up his game. And we saw Keelan Robinson end up being a really productive player this year for Texas. As a matter of fact, he ended up with almost as many receptions as he did rushing attempts. 25 rushing attempts, uh, 20 receptions, had 20 catches, 219 yards, and three touchdowns. That wheel route that Sark loved so much, that became a really, really good – the wheel route or the rail with Keelan Robinson became a, a play Texas really like. Kind of once they got inside the 40, they liked running that thing, and uh, they scored on it a couple of times. Uh, so Keelan Robinson and Jordan Whittington, what they can do in the pass game, the short the short game, until you get your running back situation really figured out, feel good about one of those guys, uh, that can help a lot. And you couple Whittington's return now with Xavier Worthy returning, with Isaiah Nair coming back off the knee injury, and you're getting Jontae Cook and DeAndre Moore on campus next week, plus with the strides we saw Casey Kane make in the bowl game, plus with the strides we heard about Savion Red making in bowl practices, with Brendan Thompson, that receiver room has the opportunity for maybe more growth than any position group on the roster, maybe outside of offensive line. Still give offensive line, and quarterback is a whole different ball of wax because we know Quinn Ewers needs to develop and get better And with Arch on campus now. Uh, by the way, Snoop, did you see Arch moved in yesterday? I did, and I saw, oh, uh, yeah, those moving pictures are pretty cool. Arch is on campus. He'll be going good through job, workouts Texas next Social. Week. So you have Arch Manning, Malik Murphy, Quinn Ewers in the quarterback room. Uh, yeah, I think you should be excited about the receiver position and where things are headed. For a couple of texters asking, isn't Jaden Blue transferring? No, he we we never confirmed at Horns twenty four seven that he was for sure entering the portal. We'd heard that's kind of where it was trending, but he came out the other day on social media and said that he's locked in with Texas, so he's going to be back. Uh, so Texas avoids losing a running back to the transfer portal. Um, also, Arch Manning was named Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Louisiana today. The same for Leunga LaFau in the state of Hawaii, named the Hawaii Gatorade Player of the Year. And Arch, I think, is one of three finalists for the Gatorade National Player of the Year. So, congratulations to uh, – we don't even have to talk about Arch in the terms of future Texas Longhorn. Like, he is he, – he's on campus. He's in the dorm. He Arch might be listening to this show right now. Probably not, but you – know. I, saw, I saw Colton Vosick of his movement picture, too, but – the angle they had it out, it looked like he was taking out the trash. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's about. I'm sure it was like stuff he was taking to his dorm. It was funny. <laughs> so, other than uh, the Jordan Whittington news, <laughs> Keandre Coburn made it official last night that he's going to not pursue a COVID year of eligibility and he's going to enter the NFL draft. That was very much expected. But a week ago today, you got the good news that Tavondre Sweat is coming back. So, uh, the defensive line, I still think, is in really good hands. Snoop is hoping and praying and wanting so bad for Alfred Collins to have that breakout senior yeah. year that we've all been waiting for Alfred Collins it to only, have. Hey, ask Joe Burrow. It only takes one year. 
Snoop, you know what I think? <laughs> we always talk about this in jest, but I think you really need to make it happen, especially with uh, f- the Fanatics licensing now. You can get a licensed jersey, not a knockoff. You need to support Alfred Collins and get you an Alfred Collins 95 jersey. <laughs> a baby small Alfred Collins. It's going to be so narrow. What, like, what's, what? What, 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 what size jersey do you think you wear? Small. Like extra an, an, small. An adult extra small? Yes. Or a youth extra small? Adult. Because a youth extra no, small. No, uh, that's be youth, Charlotte. Youth extra small size. is what my daughter's yeah, wearing. Yeah, no, right I'm not, I'm not, me and Charlotte aren't wearing the same. <laughs> Charlotte, we going to match today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Snoop. Put on your little skinny Alfred Collins jersey. I did. Uh, oh, my, my daughter's got a couple of shirts, though, that she likes to wear. Like when we went to uh, North Carolina, the Carolinas last summer, uh, went to Chapel Hill and got her little UNC shirt. and. Huh? When we went to Durham. I, I did get her, did get her a Duke shirt. So she's got a Duke shirt in the, in the closet. So she's, is she gonna be in a sports swag when she grows up, needing, needing the latest hoodie? Uh, I did. Oh man, we so we went when we were in Charlotte, Charlotte proper. We did go to uh, what is it, the Time Warner Arena, the Time Warner Center, mm-hmm. or the Spectrum Center now, I guess. Uh, and went to the Charlotte Hornets pro shop. I almost. Almost bought me an Alonzo Morning Throwback Hornets jersey. I came real close, but I ended up buying a different shirt instead. Uh, but we got her a nice, uh, a nice Jordan, a Jumpman shirt that says Charlotte and the Charlotte Hornets oh, letters on the front. Yeah, so she'll be she'll be wearing that before too long. We bought it a little big so she can wear it for a while. Yeah, don't don't let her get bougie. Then, then, then you got a whole other problem on your hands. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyway, no, try trying to avoid that. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Dad, so, I'm gonna need these new J's, fam. $200, but... <laughs> I realize the I more it shy. comes to shoes, I'm turning into my dad, like, when it comes to shoes and clothes. Like, my wife will be like, go buy you a new pair of shoes. Well, let me go see what's going on. She's like, oh, those, are, those aren't those are bad. They're $70. $70 for a pair of shoes? What are we, made out of money? <laughs> no, no, almost did a Chris Rock impression. <laughs> $70. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Yeah, good Lord. How about you... Uh, you how don't... about I pay you five bucks to get them Jumpman shoestrings? <laughs> Yeah, I just want. How about just the shoe strings? <laughs> uh, okay, so we talked about Jordan great. Whittington, Keandre Coburn uh, departing for the draft, Devondre Sweat coming back, getting Snoop and Alfred Collins jersey, All American Bowl tomorrow noon, NBC at the Alamo Dome. Snoop, percentage chances you'll be there? Ninety five. Okay, if you yeah. make it, uh, Jelani McDonald is going to announce his decision at some point during the game. I don't know when they'll get that all figured out. Probably. They're figuring all that out yesterday and today, and at the beginning of the game, they'll announce, or probably tomorrow morning, they'll announce the uh, the commitment schedule. But Jelani McDonald going to make his decision between Texas, Oklahoma State, and TCU. As of now, I still really like where Texas sits in that recruitment. He's had a really, really good week. Working at a corner, Texas has liked him as maybe a line, an off-ball linebacker, maybe uh, in that hybrid star position that Janae Barron plays. Uh, Jelani McDonald could be a really, really nice add for this class on defense. In a class that's really been... Uh, a lot of it's been about the back seven on defense, off-ball linebackers, uh, defensive backs, really solidifying those areas, even uh, to a lesser extent trying to just beast things up on the edge. You know, with uh, Darian Galette's a guy that can play either or, Cecilia Connor's a guy that can play either or, Colton Vosick obviously uh, is an edge guy. So all those things considered, uh, the 2023 talent acquisition cycle for Texas has been one where uh, where they've been really focused on developing 
acquiring talent they, they can develop on the back end defensively at uh, the second and third levels of the defense. So keep an eye on Jelani McDonald. Again, Michael Harrison, pilot from Temple, is going to also – that's that's one you might want to be there for because Temple, we give Temple some love when it comes yeah. to the Flex fam. Harrison Pilot's going to make his decision tomorrow. He's a receiver. Uh, He's going to be wearing number seven. He might have a Texas hat on the table, but definitely expecting this to either be a TCU or U of H decision. Uh, and I, th- I believe those are the major ones – that are uh, that are going to be announced uh, tomorrow, at least in the class of 2023. Now, in the class of 2024, uh, Peyton Woodward is a prospect out of the state of California, one of the top safety prospects in the country uh, for the class of 2024. He's going to make his decision tomorrow during the game. Uh, four-star prospect we got at 24-7 sports in the top 247 for 2024. We've got him at number 46 overall in the country. Uh, Texas is very much in the mix, but all things seem to be trending towards him picking Georgia tomorrow. So keep an eye on that. It could be Texas for Peyton Woodyard, but uh, right now things look to be trending to Georgia. He's out of St. John Bosco, the same high school that uh, DeAndre Moore finished up at. And DeAndre Moore will be on campus next week for the Longhorns. Uh, Texture, yes, we have spent plenty of time on Chris Beard uh, other than the first segment, really that second segment, first hour. Is that posted up on the uh, – Podcast page, yes, Snoop. Longhorn Notebook. Yeah, it's the first hour of Longhorn Notebook. If you want to go to hornfm.com or uh, anywhere you get your podcasts uh, and uh, get the Horn podcast feed, and uh, it's the first hour of Longhorn Notebook. We spent a good 20, 25 minutes talking about Chris Beard. And then the first uh, segment of this hour, talking about coaching candidates. So uh, all that stuff is there. Uh, don't want to rehash it, but uh, it's all there. We went down and uh, we went through it in the first, uh, the first hour of the show. All right, take a break. Come back. Uh, we got one more segment to wrap up today and the broadcast week here on Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Chad and Zay. Wait a minute. No tipping Pippin is making somebody pay $333,000 to hang with him? That's disgraceful. I forgot he didn't tip. Apparently Pippin doesn't tip, but he's going to make me pay three hundred thirty-three grand. to hang 10.30 pregame, 11 o'clock tip here on the Horn and the Austin across the Austin Radio Network for Texas men's basketball at Oklahoma State. Craig and Eddie will be on the call for that. Uh, Snoop, other than the All-American Bowl tomorrow, you got any big plans this weekend? Um, probably just uh, doing some soccer uh, tournaments w- uh, when I can before they get into district play. So just seeing some soccer teams around the city. Not sure which ones, but I'll be rounding about because – I'm very bored. <laughs> Tell you what, my uh, you know, I'm I'm coming up on two years that I got back into uh, the card collecting hobby. Yeah, and I'm loving it. Uh, been ripping a lot of baseball lately. 2022 tops update has has long been out, but picked up a couple blaster boxes and I got a hanger when I was at Target yesterday picking up a prescription. I was like, ooh, got hanger boxes. I'll pick up one of those. Mm. Hangers are like. It's eleven ninety nine, but I got that Target red card, Snoop, get my five percent off. Oh word, yeah, they yeah. always uh you know, they push that. Haven't pulled anything crazy, but I gotten uh, you know, a couple Julio Rodriguez rookies, uh some Bobby Witt, Spencer Torkelson. Got a Julio Rodriguez, the tops uh tops black gold version of uh, of J Rod. So yeah. Like I'm I'm liking Tops update so far. It's been good. It's been good. It's Why a really good rookie class. Don't pirate shower before they walk the plank. Uh why don't Pirate shower before they walk the plank. I don't know because they'll just wash up on shore later. 
There you go. <laughs> that was that definitely one of the highlights of today's show was the pirate jokes and the, and, and then the, the reaffirming of the community on the text line and yeah and oh. a female listener wanting to change that's like I ain't gonna say it's like uh, Hakeem Olajuwon adding the H. Forget Texas needing a new basketball coach and Jordan <laughs> Whittington coming back and Keandre Coburn going to the draft. Female listener number nineteen changing her name. Somebody else wanted their name changed too. I, yeah, oh, my God. And, and you know not everybody listened to us today at this moment. So Along with, let's not forget, Snoop, what? the big mystery that I need everybody to think about this weekend. Come back to me with an answer on Monday. Monday. Who is he? And why do he hate Rod Smart? It's a great mystery in life. Uh, real quick on, on one text line, on, on one thing on the Specs text line, uh, Jalen Catalan. Visited Texas A&M earlier this week, the Arkansas safety transfer. Trying to figure out, trying to confirm if he's visiting Texas today or tomorrow, but that visit is expected to happen at some point in the next 24 to 48 hours. So Jalen Catalan going to be on campus. And we talked earlier this week about the need Texas has to add safety depth, quality safety depth, and to excuse me, to uh, the, his versatility, everything he would bring uh, to the secondary. Uh, hey, Snoop, this uh, Niner Meyer text in said they've been ripping a lot of Panini Select draft picks, a lot of yeah. Garrett Wilson rookie cards. Oh, word? We need to get you a Garrett Wilson. Give me Wil- one, please. We need to get you a Garrett Wilson I, I, I want to get a Garrett Wilson jersey, too. I'll tell you what I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm, because the first card I'm going to talk about is pretty cheap now. I'm going to get you a nice Baker Mayfield rookie card. Okay. And I'm going to get you a Garrett Wilson rookie. Okay, good. I'm going to make that happen. Um, This guy right here says, this is the happiest day of my life. I love the horn. To, to get a text name. I, hey. We're here for the listeners. Yeah. If it wasn't for the listeners, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you all for your support and uh, and for listening. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to forget humoring the Snoop and I today. Uh, what? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I need my Bubba Sparks to head into the weekend. Uh, stay tuned. Chat and Zay coming up next with the midday show. Snoop, great job today and great job fun. throughout the week. Uh, Craig will be back next week. I'll be in here next week. We'll be talking about a lot of different things. Uh, certainly anything that happens for Texas football on the recruiting front. Winter workouts start next week. All those early enrollees coming to campus. Certainly anything that develops further with Texas basketball, we'll get to it. Texas women's basketball, Vic Schaefer and company starting to pick up steam. So we will talk about it and anything in the National Football League. Anything with Demar Hamlin, Chad Zay will catch you up on the latest with him coming up here in just a few minutes. But uh, it's been a good week. Sad to see it in, but uh, happy that we get to come in on Monday and do this again for the absent Craig Way. For Snoop Daniel, I'm Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week to light the tower on the horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Bucky and Aaron. My friend Ty Harrington. You work your rear end off.